the Untitled Wrestling Podcast is proudly sponsored by Thatchface, taming beards and saving lives. Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. You are tuned in to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, hosted by Troy, Jay and Aaron. I mean, let's face it, they've not been very creative this episode, so why should we? Um, <laughs> hello, welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jay, as always, joined by Troy and Aaron. How are we, fellas? That's possibly the best intro you've done. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I'm really good. It's fucking Trust Rumble me Week. not being able to think of something. <laughs> It's Rumble Week. I'm excited. It's a year to the day that me and me and Aaron saw Big Sexy Drew win the Rumble. So yeah, all good. Oh, flavor of Scotland. <laughs> well, we see. Is that your national anthem? <coughs> yes. Jesus. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Sorry, we didn't talk about the Queen pissing herself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember Charlotte Flair pissing herself. What? <laughs> yeah, well, she might have in this episode a few times, to be honest. She definitely More than that. <laughs> More um, <than> later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, in regards to the Rumble, I was really trying to, like, really find it hard to get excited for it this year, just because, mm. not because the build's been bad either, because, like, I think for the first time in, like, years, there's about six or seven credible people who could win it. And yeah. that's when yeah. you don't think about comebacks. Yeah. Like, they've, they've done a really good job of building guys like Cesaro and Nakamura who you don't think are going to win. But mm. They could. They could. Uh, they could. Yeah. They could. The shock, yeah. Yeah. They um, might they pull the trigger. Oh, don't do that to me. Oh. Don't do that to <laughs> me. <laughs> Even if they give us, like, another Nakamura win, I'd be excited. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, it, it's... This week, I've, I've started watching a few retro ones and I'm getting a bit more excited for it. Yeah. yeah. Me and Courtney have been just on, like, camera together, just watching old rumbles. Yeah, man. Fun. Yeah. It's definitely a, definitely the best pay-per-view for me. Like, so very, <laughs> Absolutely. Very excited for uh, for it now, as opposed to being like, oh, it's going to be weird love fans, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, but we're not so, there yet. We had to get through yeah, chopping Raw to, first. We had to get through a go-home episode of Raw, so let's see how they did with that, shall we? <laughs> um, so it starts off with the return of Drew McIntyre. Um, he's, he says um, he won't take old man Bill lightly, and that <laughs> he starts listing the Goldberg's accomplishments. And Why is uh, Drew putting Bill over? Like I that. think he... I no think need. it's like Drew trying to convince people that this is a good idea. He's like the voice <laughs> of the WWE. <laughs> yeah, like no. This, isn't he? Um, yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, he didn't sound like he believed it himself, to be honest. No. Um, he, he says he'll end Bill's new streak of coming in and squashing uh, champions. He's fucking losing that belt, isn't he? Oh, that, he's that, losing that, it. that current streak of losing to Braun Strowman. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it makes I me think, sad thinking about it that they're gonna do I think it. Aren't he they? means. I think he means more like 
the whole Owens fiend and then Drew thing. Mm. Um, um, well, I, I do get the point you're making, though. Um, yeah. Um, also, um, so either WWE is going to do the right thing, or there's something really, really wrong because Drew dedicated Drew is dedicating his match to people with COVID or had COVID. Fuck yeah, but Vince doesn't believe in it, does he? Oh! So, I mean, <laughs> in in 1997. British Bulldog dedicated the match to his sister who was suffering with cancer. And then the click came along and politicked their way into winning that match. For fuck's sake. So <laughs> I, I, I hold no hope in that, mate. Come on, Drew. <laughs> Come on, Drew. Drew. Come on, Drew. Um, yeah, so Miz and Morrison come out, say more of the same. <clears throat> um, and they say whoever's left after Drew and Bill will be a sitting duck for Mr. Cash and Miz makes a big deal about are they going to injure each other? Um, well I had a thought. A duck impression. <laughs> I, I had a thought. Let's have Morrison turn on Miz because he's fed up of his shit and cost him the cash in. I mean, it would be better use of John Morrison than literally bringing him back as a psychic. Mm-hmm. Which is what they've done for the last 12 months. Wasted. Absolutely wasted. That he's fucking made up. Like when they did that chronicle on him and he was talking about what he wanted to like main event WrestleMania and win the WWE title. He's done well, hasn't he? <laughs> really well. Really well. The closest he's um, going to get is watching his mate try and cash in on the champion. Yeah. Morrison Gennetti. Um <laughs> So, yeah, uh, Goldberg then comes out like a dad looking for his tools. <laughs> or like, like, a, like a dad who's had like his kids fighting. And he's just going like, keep that fucking noise down. I don't want the fuzzy. <laughs> Do you know what annoys me about Bill when he comes out? He does that whole thing where he just spits everywhere. Did anyone tell him there's a fucking pandemic on? <laughs> you're about to step into the ring with a virus just recovered and you're spitting everywhere, you well, tramp. It's all right, he's got the antibodies, mate. Um. Speaking of Goldberg, um, when he arrives, Phillips proceeds to say, the sound we've all wanted to hear as Definitely Goldberg not. music stars playing. Who's Definitely. we? Who's Who we? the fuck is we? Who, who are you speaking on behalf of, you blurt? Um... Yeah, like what when you said about did no one tell him Goldberg about a t- pandemic? I mean, no one told him about button doors. He's still doing that. At least he's not bleeding <laughs> today. Um, First time for everything. Yeah, the lock eyes, um, Miz and Morrison, then try and get them to Goldberg does the usual. Oh, you're next. All that bollocks. Uh, Miz and Morrison try and get them to fight. Uh, Goldberg spears Miz and Drew Clay Moore's Morrison. Um, yeah, that and was that. Terrified. That Drew's losing the belt at the Rumble. Oh, they're going to do it, aren't they? No, Fuck me. he's not. He's going to do it for everyone that's got COVID. Yep. Add COVID. He's doing the it. The only... That's the easiest way to get heat done with. He's doing it. It's fine. <laughs> um, the, only, the only way I see um, Drew losing the belt and it being a good thing is if Miz cashes in at this point. Yeah. I'd take that over it. Goldberg winning it. Yeah. Because then I'm you can have Drew that. chase it leading into Mania. Yeah. Yeah. If it's especially if it's someone who's feuding with him for the uh, or who's been feuding with him, like who wins the rumble, like Keith Lee or uh, Sheamus. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, makes sense. Next, we get um, Charlotte getting interviewed, and she says she performs well under pressure. Uh, and she who's says, this, "Sorry, she, sympathetic babyface, Charlotte." Well, we'll get to that, mate. We'll get to that. <laughs> um, she she said she calls herself Miss WrestleMania, which and says, "You know, everyone calls me. I've never heard literally that. no Have one's you? calls you that." Love, calm down, pet. No one's called you that. Yeah, yeah. You what? Huh? 
Did she actually won at Mania yet? Yeah, she ended up. Yeah, she street. beat Ripley, didn't she? As uh, Rhea Ripley last oh, year, right. and Rhea Ripley. She's won once out of the like twice. five Mania twice. I mean, she's hardly she, she's hardly Shawn Michaels or oh, Johnny Gargano, is she? She um take over defended Mania. against uh, Sasha and Becky as well in that triple threat, which is quite good. Um, uh, oh yeah. She, she, I'm pretty sure she's got a 50-50 record, though. Yeah. Or thereabouts. Um, much like WWE's booking. Anyway. Mate, much like the booking tonight. I know. <laughs> Fuck me. Um, there's, like your, there's your segue, mate. There's your segue. Um, yeah, she says, she she brings up the fact that Shane calls herself the Queen of Spades, which, if we're keeping track, Shane has been calling herself that since, like, well before Charlotte called herself the Queen. Quite some time. Quite some time before. Um, and Charlotte says she's got an invisible crown. Where's Charlotte's crown? I've never seen her with a crown. <laughs> the fucking blade. Um, Did she not come out with a crown for Mania? And I mean, when? Nah. You came out with a fucking shovel, not a crown. Mate. <laughs> a, a, big, a big golden shovel, a diamond yeah. encrusted one. <laughs> Had it hidden in her robes. <laughs> Betty, some of that young talent. Ask her and Ripley. Um... So then we get, speaking of Betty and Young Talent, we then get Charlotte and uh, Shayna Baszler. Jesus. Um, Charlotte basically dominates for like a minute or two. Um, she drop kicks Nia, then she fights out of a kid through the clutch because she's so strong. Um, oh, she's big, so strong. <laughs> she, big boots Shay, she big boots MMA fighter Shayna Baszler and uh, <laughs> knocks her out apparently and then goes for the figure eight. And Shane is struggling to break out of it. For this someone who's called the submission magician, you'd think they'd <laughs> fucking be able to get out of the figure four, which yeah. is one of you know the most common wrestling moves. Fairly is. common, fairly um, common. Naya interferes and it gets a DQ. Mandy Dana and Lacey all run out and they brawl to make it a six-woman tag match. Um, the fact that that whole time it was one-on-one, Charlotte out wrestled Shane. Bullshit. Charlotte didn't take a single bit of offense from what no. I remember. No. Shane no. got a punch and Charlotte no sold it. It's bullshit. And then Charlotte just doing the fucking. She's literally 2003 Triple H, isn't she? Yeah. At this point. She's gone into business for herself. She just doesn't <laughs> she doesn't want to make anyone better than herself. Or she she's fucking bordering on 80s Hogan at this point. She <laughs> really fucking is for me. Like Yeah. Just, not helping anyone but herself. Mm. It's um, disappointing. Really fucking ne- disappointing. Ne- next up, Memphis. Next up, AWA Van Gagne. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, so she's going to form the fucking NWO and it's going to be like Hogan in the 90s, which is even worse than Hogan in the 80s. Jesus. Um, so, anyway, uh, we got the six-woman tag. Um, standard match heels work over Dana then Mandy um, Charlotte, Super Charlotte tags in um, Aaron Shane a brawl around the outside Charlotte wins by cams out apparently it was a fuck up fuck um, me what happened there it looked like it looked like they were the referee was counting quite fast anyway I yeah. did think that I was like okay what's going on there he's counting a bit too fast but then it looked like as well that Charlotte and um, Charlotte and Shayna were both fighting on the outside. Charlotte did that thing where she like paused to shout at um, Naya and Lacey. Mm. 
because she had to look strong. <laughs> and then, of course she did. And then because she took a, a sweet time doing that, they were on a fucking nine count. So by the time Shayna got in the ring, it was ten. Fuck's sake. To be fair, it, Shayna was in the ring when he said ten. Yeah. She wasn't outside but, at all. But that whole, that whole thing where Charlotte, like, shouted down the heels didn't mm. need to fucking happen. No. Again, it's more, oh, we got to make her look strong. Like, come on, fuck off. I'm going to be honest, this whole... This whole match, this whole setup was absolute pish. Yeah. Um, no no yep. one came out of this looking good. Dog shake. No. No one. We get back we get back from the break and Post and Pierce has made it um made it into a what's it called? It's a, just restarted. A, a restart, yeah. That's yeah. it. I couldn't fucking read what I've said wrote there. <laughs> um yeah, Post and Pierce has restarted it. Uh the faces are like, Oh come on, we'll fight you again. Fuck off. Well Charlotte slaps that arse at them. Yeah, she's took fucking Bianca Belair's like ass and Asuka's ass slap fucking thing and done it herself. Bullshit. Just, and now they don't do it. In their pocket. <laughs> <laughs> fucking stealing shit, left, right, and centre. Steals Lana's fucking women's tag team title. Steals Lana's storyline. Steals people's taunts. Fuck off, Charlotte. <laughs> um, Getting the bit anyway. Head. So the heels work over Dana Mandy again. More hot tags. Charlotte chases Lacey away and through the crowd. Um, and Nia hits a choke slam power bomb thing, which it looks horrible. Like, yeah, like Dana lands on a fucking head. Mm. Uh, apparently, she is all right, Dana. Uh, Dana Brooke. Um, but it, mm. it's one of those things. Like I, I don't like kind of like singling Nia out for shit like this because sometimes there's been stuff where Nia's done it, done a move, and it's looked horrible. And you look at it back and it's like, well, it wasn't her fault. It was the other no. person's fault. Yeah, yeah. But there's other times, obviously, where it's, like there's, there is a, a reoccurring thing with Naya. And it's, yeah. I, I don't know whether it's just she doesn't know her own strength. I um, think that plays a big part in it. Yeah. And obviously, she was called up like a little bit earlier than she should have been. But the thing is, you, I know you've mentioned that before, but yeah, you get called up early, but you still learn. But, it's not like she's oh, just yeah. been called up. She's been there ages. She should like Wait, yeah, this goes for anyone. Like goes for anyone. I, I thought I thought Naya was like a half decent worker in NXT. Like mm. I don't think she was terrible. Um, yeah. And we we're, were talking about her as like a sort of like bigger person than other people in the division. It's not like she's fucking Carly or Giant Gonzalez. But true, true. She's she's all right. She can yeah. have. When she wants to, she can have a half decent match with somebody. It's just a case of obviously there's there's some kind of teething difficulties or whatever that she's having, or mm. I I don't know what it is, but either way, it's like it, it it's getting an unnecessary like Hate. backlash on social media anyway. Yeah, and yeah. Just, well, just needs to be a bit careful. Also, I thought it looked like she was stealing Raquel Gonzalez's finisher. I'll just put that up there. Yeah, it did. So, it did. Well, yeah. because of that one-armed fucking power bomb and then the leg drop, the Charlotte heads lose the match. Saying Charlotte oh. head because it's like the edge heads, but Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll be honest. I'm genuinely shocked uh, that they didn't make more of a big deal. Asuka didn't come to Charlotte's aid. I mean, I'm sure they will, mm. like next week. And make yeah. Asuka out to be like the arsehole in this situation because Charlotte's such a sympathetic baby face. <laughs> um, Asuka's got a deal with a schizophrenic bitch later on. Yeah, man. Deal with. <laughs> deal with the, the, the three faces of bliss. 
<laughs> More on that later. Um, but yeah, the whole the whole fucking segment was like this. Went three segments as well. It's fucking yeah. garbage. This went almost half an hour. Like, and you think, well, how? Why? This go this long? How mm. can it be so bad? And again, it's like the whole Charlotte Flair thing where, like, we've spoke about it in like the last couple of weeks where she's just not been selling. It's like you're only making everybody else look as mm-hmm. bad as you. Half of that. Is she getting paid by the minute to yeah, be on screen like, or something? Like, like she's making, she's making herself look bad. And if she's not selling and she's making herself look bad, that's fair enough. But it's then the fact that it has like a detrimental effect on everybody yeah, involved. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not that it's like just, oh yeah, Charles, no selling. Like when she got, when she got that kickoff fucking Peyton Royce the other week and just, yeah, the walk, way just walked away from it. And it was like, come on. You could at least have like gone, I'm not being funny. No matter how hard your abs are, if someone kicks you in the stomach, it's still it fucking kicking hurts. You in the Exactly. Yeah. It's still gonna knock the fucking wind out of you a bit. Yeah. Couldn't just fucking flinch or something. No, but <laughs> yeah, it, it's just, very, it's getting very old. Make very we, just yeah. make the noise that everyone else does. <laughs> just something, anything. <laughs> she didn't even show any emotion. No. Um, yeah. Unlike the next person, Ali, who oh. cuts and. Cause raw, a skate promo on Raw emotion. <laughs> this was awesome. Um, you could say, Aaron, it was long-term booking as well. You could. You could do that. Bringing up <laughs> Kofi Mania. That was two years ago, mate. <laughs> um, and to be fair, it's one of those things where we've kind of like thrown it around fantasy booking before where it's it's like an easy thing that you could have used. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like with with a lot of stuff where we talk about long term storytelling, it's sometimes just something as easy as that. Yeah, bringing that up, and I saw on Twitter people going, "Oh, well, what? A, well, Randy Orton injured him. Why hasn't he got beef with him?" It's like, well, because he's a deluded heel, so he's going to go after the also, fucking baby. There's time for that. Yeah, yeah. do it after the Rumble. Have Randy's Ali, have Ali eliminate. Say again. Randy's got his hands full at the moment, hasn't he? So. Yeah, exactly. You have <laughs> Ali help eliminate Randy from the Rumble, continue it after. It can still be there, it's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, he basically says Kofi, sh- Kofi Mania should have been his moment. And uh, Kofi kind of like benefited off his like sort of miscoming, uh, misfortune. Sorry. Yeah. Um, we then get Woods versus Slapnuts. Um Back and forth, Woods chops Slappy in the camera puts. We didn't see uh, the oh, they just storms doing it and then ding 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 and then drop kicks. Yeah. The, the he starts he started chopping Slapjack and like the camera was cutting like stupidly. Yeah. Like it, it was literally every time he chopped he cut like three different times. It was like, come on, fuck off. Uh, fuck right well, off. <laughs> well, whilst Woods chops Slapjack, uh, Joe goes Woods taking Slapjack to the meat grinder. Why? <laughs> it doesn't make sense, Joe. <laughs> Fucking hell, Joe, lad. You are better than this. Of of those, th- of those three guys on that desk, you're the one that knows better. I've heard I'm- your promos. You're excellent. This is rubbish. I'm hoping this means that Joe's like being deliberately shit so he can come back at the Rumble. Oh, Joe, the um, fucking Rumble. Do it. <laughs> do it. Uh, do it. Yeah, but... Um, those camera cuts fuck me like I got I got like legit got like a headache off them because <laughs> it was like oh man now what the fuck's this yeah, get in the bin when I was um, they, they do it a lot as well like but like this was like to to a whole new level of ridiculous where like fucking hell come on yeah 
because it was like it, it was like he'd chop him. The camera shot would change. He pulled back. The camera shot would change. He'd like go forward. The camera shot would change. Like you don't. So when Seamus does the beats of the Bowron and the camera's just like, <laughs> like yeah, stone. I get it. It hurts. He's hitting him. I don't you need to travel with it. Yeah, you can keep it on one fucking like angle. Yeah, for it. You don't need yeah. to change the fucking angle every time he moves. Um. Retribution tries to distract Woods. Woods hits um, Shine and Wizard on Slapjack for the win. I find, uh, it, I find it funny that, that Mason fucking T-Bar can get a win over Woods, but WWE will only give Slapjack the fucking win. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, there is boundaries, mate. Come on. Mason T-Bar are like fucking twice Woods' size. Slapjack the little blades with the hockey mask on. Come on. Play the game, mate. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so Woods we'll, we'll slides out the ring um, and T-Bar like blindsides him and just big boots and Woods sell it. Amazing. Yeah. I was going to say that, that it was ridiculous. That sell Woods did was like he'd been yeah. shot in the head. <laughs> yeah, it was um, good. Very good. And then Mason T-Bar hit a double choke slam on Woods. Uh, Ali then grabs the chair, a chair, he goes to hit Woods with it and then he puts it down, sits down. He's, he says, um, what's it he say? He says, it's something about King of the Ring, isn't it? He says, uh, oh, you, all, the, you, all this talk about wanting to be King of the Ring, but you look like a peasant just now. That's it. <laughs> and he says he's going to show mercy and t- to send a message to Kofi and tell him that uh, there's a suitable replacement for Kofi in the Rumble, him. That was great. Yes. Great line. Yeah, it was. I feel like um, they're going to give Ali a good showing in a Rumble. He's going to get yeah. some help from Retribution, but I think he's going to come out looking he decent. He should do. They should do um, the CM Punk Nexus thing. Oh yes, where like they all they all like kept interfering, like yeah. eliminating people on Punk's behalf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was just sat on a chair cutting a promo. That's what they should do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Have Ali like just cutting a fucking fire promo while like T Bar and Mesa just eliminating people for him. <laughs> um. After this, we got uh, Riddle and Truth just chatting utter shit backstage. Do you know what? Go on, Aaron. What's up, bro, Truth? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I found this bit really funny. I wouldn't be against seeing them as a really stupid tag team. I Ar- think it'd be Ar- quite I funny. Did, Ar- I, did, I, did like, I did like the fact that Riddle was the only person who could get like a straight answer out of our truth for anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was um, amusing. But yeah, how much weed is too much weed? Um <laughs> the real question here, guys. <laughs> um Yeah, I, I didn't really have much written about it. It was basically just kind of like foreshadowing to the next segment, which uh, was yeah, yeah. Heart Business throwing a birthday party for our truth. Um they got him twenty four gold carrots according to our truth. That, that's all I've got for you. That's yeah. all it was, mate. <laughs> um, later on, so. <laughs> well, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say he kind of pretty much says the same thing later on in the uh, hair business thing. Um, it's called foreshadowing, dear. Um, so <laughs> the hair business come out for the VIP lounge. Um, <laughs> Sheldon forgets to take his mask off and pulls it off. And goes, oh, shit! Oh shit! <laughs> You see Cedric wetting himself. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they get in the ring. Uh, MVP says that Bobby has an announcement 
and he hypes up the gauntlet match with Riddle and uh, he, he basically just tells Cedric again to focus on the task and um, Bobby, Shelton and Cedric basically um, they're, they're, they're talking about oh they've got all the gold and they're dripping with gold but MVP needs some new drip so he gives them a, a new medallion which says oh. THB which nice oh yes yeah. um, and Cedric tries to take complete and utter credit for it saying he designed it and he worked really close with the gap with the jewelers that made it. And uh, Bobby looks absolutely furious. <laughs> Roberto looks furious. Roberto, sorry. Roberto. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he starts calling Bobby Lashley Roberto, which is amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah, did you see, did you notice Lashley like put his hand on him, Cedric's shoulder? Yeah. And Cedric was like going, ow, ow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, R Truth comes out, MVP, like, what Archer's doing is rap MVP shouting over it like no turn the music so off turn it off what are you doing why here? are you here <laughs> um, R-Truth says says oh it's I'm so so glad that you're doing this for my birthday and giving me a medallion and they're like what are you, what are you talking about and he says THB it stands for truth happy birthday <laughs> um, and he says about like 24 carats and all, all that and he thinks like the hair business are lying to him uh, Lashley invites him into the ring to get his present. And just before he can, the 24-7 job has come out. One of them had a bike. Where the fuck did the bike come from? From Hunico. Is <laughs> that how you used to ride a bike to the ring? <laughs> no, it was Camacho. AK oh, Camacho. Tangalo. That was it. <laughs> um, well, no, I, it thought like it was... the, I thought one of the Hispanic like tag teams had rode a bike to the ring as well back in the day. Um... Yeah, Hunico and Camacho, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Oh, was it both? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I forget um, that Camacho and Hunico were together. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fuck, Yeah, the bike come from nowhere. Tucker's got more shit in new gear. Tucker's um, wearing tin foil for pants. Yeah. Humberto Carrillo's in, like now. <laughs> Humberto Carrillo. <laughs> Speaking of Tucker, um, does Tucker not look like he's lost a shitload of weight? He does. Yeah, he, he looked trim. Yeah. He slimmed down a lot, like. Yeah. Push Tucker Knight. Did they cut his hair that short, like a lot shorter as well, and like trim his beard off just to make him look even more generic? Generic. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so they all come down chasing our truth. Um, Hair business end up beating up all the 24 7 jobbers. Riddle comes in the ring, hits a final flash on MVP, and runs off uh, to set up the. Going and match later, and then after the break, um, Postman Pierce is walking backstage. This this segment was like a fucking mess, but in a good way. Yeah. So like, as he's walking, you can just see AJ milling around in the background. <laughs> like I don't I don't think he was meant to be in shop, but he just kind of stood there awkwardly. <laughs> um, and Archer's then stood posing as like a a baseball player, and he asks um he asks Pierce for an opportunity. Pierce ends up making a prove yourself match with AJ because AJ comes over and says he'll give Truth the prove yourself match, um, and Truth keeps talking about his um, or a- sorry, Pierce says um, AJ's benevolent for doing that, yeah, and then Truth says, "Oh, you're benevolent. I'm a Capricorn," um, <laughs> and then he he keeps talking about that, and AJ looks really confused, and then he he says to Omus, um. Oh, you must be a Taurus. And then he starts telling some story about him and uh, Dog. 
You stopped I had the tour. A, yeah, yeah. I, I had a tourist, but it broke down one night, and it, and I said, "Road dog, check the timing belt. If not, time will run out." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Truth is the MVP I, of this week's episode of Raw. <laughs> I, I love the fact as well that Truth was like, even Truth knew he was the only one who'd get that. Yeah, yeah. Because he was like, <laughs> you guys probably went there, you wouldn't get it. <laughs> um, yeah, some, some solid attitude stuff this week. Um, <laughs> then we got Morrison versus Seamus. Uh, good to see Seamus back after not being on the show at all last week. Uh, yeah. I quite enjoyed just the two of them going at it. It was, just, it was good to see Morrison... In singles have, action. Have, yeah, well, that's exactly were, what they I were thought. talking. They were talking about obviously these guys have like feuded over the years, and they've obviously still got like lots of chemistry. Mm. Um, yeah, it was. I, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. So I, I even enjoyed the handicap match. To be honest, like, yeah, it made, it made Shane, Shane like, look strong as yeah, 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 definitely. Um, so the match itself, there was lots of like back and forth and like just strikes. They were hitting, the sh- beating the shit out of each other. Uh, <laughs> Seamus hits a Irish curse, Miz distracts Seamus, then Morrison goes after his knee. Uh, after a while, Seamus hits the pump knee, white noise on Morrison to win. Um, and that's Morrison gashed his head. I don't know if it was off the knee or what. But Morrison had like, yeah, Morrison had a cut on his head. Like, I only noticed it just after the knee, so whether he caught him off that or not, I don't know. But Maybe his laces like, just caught him when he did it. Yeah, possibly. They managed to clear yeah. out by the time the, the handicap match started. Uh, yeah, Miz challenges Seamus to a two-on-one handicap match. Basically, like, says you need to be ready for the Rumble. Um, and, like, having people, like, sort of coming at you from from all angles, and Seamus accepts. Um, Morrison's, like, dead in the middle of the ring when he accepts as well. <laughs> Are you in this, fella? Yeah, go ahead. Um, <laughs> While you're Seamus, here. <laughs> um, Seamus goes for white noise on Miz, like, as as it gets back from the break. Morrison chops up Miz. Uh, Seamus's leg and um, Miz then DDT's Seamus uh, Miz and Morrison control most of it keep double yeah. teaming um, Seamus well, whilst, whilst they're in control uh, well Seamus throws Morrison over the top rope Phillips goes if this were the Royal Rumble Morrison would have been eliminated fuck me come on Tom we get it we get it but if you didn't Thanks, get Tom. it that, if you didn't get it that time he said two seconds later if this was Sunday, Sheamus would be eliminated when the Miz threw Sheamus over. There's something else they do later on as well. Someone <laughs> yeah. says something. Don't in worry, a match I've, I've got that in my notes. Jesus um, Christ. Yeah. Um, uh, even so, casual fans know what the Royal Rumble is. Yeah. yeah. I, work, I work with people that don't even watch wrestling and they know how you get eliminated in a Royal Rumble. <laughs> That's fucking <laughs> mental. Stop giving it yeah. us like that. <laughs> Um, so a bit later on in the match here, uh, we get Tembi to the Bodron um, <clears throat> on Miz, and then Morrison has, uh, accidentally takes out Miz, and then Sheamus does another ten on him. Um, Sheamus hits a top rope double clothesline to the floor, which looked like looked like a bus hitting two people essentially. He's <laughs> <laughs> completely flattened. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, whilst they're on the outside and things starts to get a bit dodgy, uh, Phillips proceeds to go. No tags, no DQ in this type of handicap match. Uh, what? I mean, it was weird enough that he decided, he just decided for that one. It was a no tag one anyway. 
every other time we've seen it, to be fair, they make it a no tag, tag, don't they? Yeah. No tag, but also no DQ. It's not like they went for weapons or that either. So it didn't make <laughs> any purpose. <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about sometimes. I don't. Yeah, I don't think they know what they're doing. Like, I mean, this show in particular felt like they were just booking it on the like as they went along. Yeah. For a lot of it. Um, there's something that I think it may have actually happened after this match, or it may have happened just before. I can't remember. Um, where they announced Edge coming back. Yeah. Where they, they announced he was cutting a promo, sorry. And mm. it was literally as if like they just decided halfway through the show. Yeah. Because we'll they just had sling that in there. Some something that big, you think they'd like be a bit of build, some sort of announcement. Yeah, you think they'd like announce that prior to the show. So people tune into Edge. But, mm. um, so finish the match um, Seamus fights out of a skull crushing finale ends up broke kicking Morrison but then getting skull crushing finale by Miz anyway and Miz and Morrison win um, revenge of the 50-50 book and continues <laughs> um, we then go backstage to Ric Flair and Lacey Evans um, Ric <laughs> teaching her uh, wrestling holds Um Sympathetic babyface Charlotte Flair shows up, disowns Rick again. She's so relatable. Um, <laughs> she says she says the the really really kind babyface line of Rick's going from being a legend to an old man. So relatable. Um, Brilliant. Uh, Love all that. But Flair states, "I'm always going to be me." I oh, oh. this is nonsense. <laughs> Move on to the next. This also, is just, uh, no time also, for this. I've- they were like whisper. They were whispering through half the fucking promo. Yeah, I so couldn't, couldn't hear, hear either of them. Yeah, I've got. I've got a question on this. At the end, um... well, I'm, I'm getting to that. If it's what you're about to say, just at the end when Lacey knocks out Charlotte, right? Yeah, is Charlotte sitting there like holding her head? What was no, Flair? What no? What was Flair going? What was Ric Flair going to do to Charlotte Flair? Oh, yeah, it was really weird. He sort of awkwardly like, well, climbed what? over. It looked like he was trying to help her. Yeah, um, it was very awkward. So yeah, uh, as Charlotte's like basically mild enough to Rick because she's so sympathetic and so relatable. Um, Lacey gets <laughs> the women's right to Charlotte and Charlotte in the back of the head um, and then drags Rick away when he's trying to, um, trying to see if Charlotte's all right. Maybe uh, he pull a zipper down and go for the incest angle. <laughs> We've been there. We've seen that. We don't need it again. This is 2021, Aaron. This is, this, this is a classy podcast, Aaron. And you're, you're bringing the shit like that into it. should be ashamed of yourself. You're in the waiting room right now. <laughs> dare you. Um, anyway, moving on. Um... We get AJ vs. R Truth. Uh, there's a bit where AJ says to Almas, "This is what I'm going to do to 29 other men in the Rumble." Goes to throw Truth out. Truth reverses it and throws AJ out. Stop uh, telling us how the Rumble works, for fuck's sake! Also, two things I've got to mention on this. The only time, the only time, I'll, just before you say that about the mm. Rumble thing, the only time I'll ever be okay with them doing something like that is if there's a match. And someone says, I'm going to do this to you on Sunday as well, and then throws them out the ring. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. that's that's like at least, okay, it's kind of further in the feud. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, 
One thing that I never understand, well, I say never understand, whenever people that are entering the Rumble are just like, yeah, I'm going to beat 29 of the men. You're not. If you come in at number 30 and most of the guys have gone, you've beat what? Five, six at most. You're not beating 29 of the men. Stop it. Also, something I noticed at the start, Tom Phillips mentions that AJ is 12 for two wins since being drafted. When did they start counting wins and then being verbal about it? Because this this is this make believe fucking ranking system that they apparently have and go Which on they about definitely definitely don't cover their um, It's not like AEW where it's on the lower third and they actually tell you. I think with AJ, it's more just part of his fucking gimmick, isn't it? Mm. Like he, he's been he, he's been kind of bringing it up, like saying since since he brought Omos in, he's not really lost, mm. and since he got drafted, he, since he got drafted to Raw, he's not lost. Other than the match against Drew, and uh, there was another one which I can't remember. Yeah, well, uh, speaking of almost, Joe asks, I wonder if you need a permit to walk around with a skyscraper. What the fuck, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joseph, come on, lad. Um, <laughs> You're better than this. They, I keep telling yeah. you. They, they do the uh, cool spot where, like, almost is scaring the shit out of whoever AJ's against again. Yeah. Which like, just like how... leaning. Oh, yeah, he'd do it. He was like leaning through the ropes, isn't he? Yeah. I, I can't even remember why he was leaning through the ropes, but yeah, then to emphasize that they've got like the cameraman on the floor looking up. <laughs> we know he's fucking tall. <laughs> I, we don't, I, we don't, I, I don't need to like act like the cameraman's a fucking borrower and he's just like <laughs> scumble from a fucking a mouse hole. Like we know he's, <laughs> we know he's seven foot plus. You could shoot that at a regular angle and he'd still look fucking massive because he's fucking massive Jordan. I know. Do you want to go on about borrowers? We've already got Charlotte Flair stealing everyone's shit. Hey! Oh, dear. Anyway, speaking of stealing shit, Truth It's seen as five moves of doom on AJ. AJ reverses the AA into a calf crush to win the match. I thought it was all right. It was funny, yeah. It, it was it was an okay little comedy match. It wasn't anything more than that. Yeah, um, done his purpose. I I think AJ could have a good match with anybody. Yep. To be honest, at this point, yeah. at this point in time, he's not going to have bad matches with anyone at the moment, is he? No. Um. Next we get Alexa sat in a playground. Um. She's laughing with the invisible fiend about Randy getting burned. It's just literally for, for about. 15 minutes of the show of this like period it was just recaps of the whole Randy yeah. Orton thing yeah they re-shown like Randy's with her promo on a fucking swing yeah well before this they re-shown Randy's promo yeah they then re-shown Alexa doing the fireball on Randy and then they went to Alexa. Alexa. no I mean they, they did yeah that's what I mean they did that and then they shown the, the footage as well of that yeah, they, yeah like the commentators before they went to Alexa um mm-hmm. And then the other Alexa basically doing the exact same thing. She um, speaks a lot of shit and just says, I have the opportunity when I shiny new toy. Yeah, pretty much. That's, that's the gist that. of it, yeah. <laughs> um then they do like a little thing where like the fiend's features like flashed on her. It's like a mouth changed mm. to the fiend's mouth and her eye changed to the fiend's eye. Yeah. And yeah. she does the let me in and Bray's voice. Um this is getting dangerously close to like. I don't think it's terrible yet. 
but it's getting <laughs> dangerously close to getting like ridiculous to the point of like now it's just stupid. Where do you think they should go with this? What can I think s- it's heading for a funhouse match with Orton and uh, Fiend? Yeah, he's going to Rumble. Is it going to happen yeah. at the Rumble, though? Because surely if that match was happening, they'd have told you beforehand. There was speculation I, that that was going to happen as no, a match at the Rumble, but we've not heard no, that. I reckon they're holding it off to Mania, maybe. Oh, okay. Orton's in the Rumble, so Fiend just cost him the shot, mm. and then that carries it on. Maybe the WrestleVotes thing where there's a scary plan is the Fiend coming back and doing spooky bollocks to cost Orton the Rumble. Mm, possibly. I still feel like that's going to be some fuckery booking. It's like, do you remember in 2004 where The Undertaker was dead? Kane killed him. And basically, the entrant was Undertaker's dong went. It went dark. A wee video flashed. And then it lit up again. And Kane's like, no, no, no. And then he got thrown over. It'll probably be something exactly and then like... Spike, Spike Dudley's music hit and Kane like, yeah. tried to murder Spike Dudley. <laughs> Don't forget that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the thing is yeah. costing Edge, isn't he? That's, yeah. Orton. Yeah. Sorry, Orton. <laughs> um, yeah, but we'll, we'll, it, that, that's the only logical thing. And I, it, again, it's weird that they'd like hold off on doing that because it, it could have been someone more compelling in the Rumble than Orton. And that's not to say that Orton's not been compelling. It's just... Yeah, it doesn't really feel like he needs to be in it this year. Yeah. Um, after this, we got the Riddle versus the Hair Business uh, gauntlet match. So Shelton starts off first. Um, a lot of like back and forth. Shelton looked really good. Yeah, to be fair, did um, he? Riddle reversed the jam at one point, and Shelton reversed the final flash into a. Uh, spine buster which was insane that looked good that was really good yeah because he like caught the knee and then lifted and him then by lifted his, him like, like yeah, by yeah. Shin and yeah. just dumped him um, Shelton works over Riddle and hits a run knee uh, Riddle locks in a guillotine choke Shelton tra- uh, he tries to suplex out and then Riddle reverses out of that uh, Shelton rolls Riddle up Cedric distracts the ref as Riddle like reverses it and then Shelton reverses it again as as like the ref's still distracted Shelton, like MVP, shouting at Cedric. Shelton gets up and shouts at Cedric, and then Riddle rolls him up to eliminate um, Shelton. MVP breaks up Shelton and uh, Cedric arguing at ringside. Riddle then ends up heel hooking MVP, who taps immediately. And then we get um, Cedric and Riddle, essentially. Yeah. Which was pretty much like pretty much like the meat of the match, anyway. Yeah, it was. Um, for, for, the time, for the time we got there, it was good. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah I, it was I, decent. To be honest, I was gonna say like this match was probably like my highlight of the show. It was they all had good commentary, uh, commentary, chemistry. Yeah, um, yeah. and there was like even like the little story. Because my only issue is that they keep teasing that hair business breakup, mm. um, which is too, way too soon. Um, yeah, definitely. So Cedric controls Riddle working over his ribs. Um, MVP and Shelton are literally like, well, Shelton's trying to like sort of coach um, Cedric still and MVP is like fuming just like leaning um, leaning against the commentary table just like glaring at Cedric and just <laughs> furious with him um, they both looked thoroughly fucked off with him didn't they yeah um, 
Cedric reverses the bro to sleep to a DDT at one point. Uh, Riddle fires up. Cedric reverses the PK, then the moonsault, then the bro on. Um, MVP gets more and more frustrated with Cedric as Riddle keep, keeps kicking out of stuff. Um, Riddle kicks out the brain buster. Riddle goes for a triangle choke. Ced, um, Cedric power bombs out of it twice. Yeah. And then Riddle rolls Cedric up to win. Um, Lashley attacks Riddle after the match and Hurtlock's um, Riddle and throws him into the barricade. Riddle's and winning they, that title. And they, oh, he's, yeah. he's absolutely uh, taking that. <clears throat> Riddle's fucking slide down that ramp because he was all slate. <laughs> that slide... <laughs> it's like when you get one of those like tarp sheets and you cover it in fairy liquid and then you run at it at speed. <laughs> all you see, all you seen on the ramp afterwards was a watermark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like as well. I like a little a little thing they did where, like MVP and um, Shelton are like going to celebrate with Bobby, and Cedric's kind of like a kid who knows he's done wrong. He's trying to like. Get back into like his yeah, older yeah. brother's favor, like going to MVP, <laughs> like put patting MVP on the shoulder, and MVP's just ignoring him. <laughs> um, Fuck off, you little bastard! <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'll talk to you later, you little shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I don't want the hair business to break up. That's the main thing. Yeah, no, yeah. Looks like we're going that way, sadly. Oh. Um, not like WWE to break up like tag teams or anything, is it? Good um, tag teams, good factions. Yeah. Uh, then we get a promo from Edge, which was oh fire! Oh yes, absolute fire! He oh, talks about yes. how when he had to retire, um, he lost. He 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 was the world champion at the time, and then like ten days later, he woke up and found out he had, he'd have to vacate and retire. And he was like, "I never lost that title, and I need to get back what's it, mine." He's and fucking he, winning the rumble, isn't he? Come on, boys! I need to take back what I never lost. What is yeah. mine? Um, sorry, mate. The big gold don't exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the the tribe the tribal chiefs got the equivalent of. <laughs> well, the the unified that with uh, Drew's belt, so he'll just take it off Drew, won't he? Oh yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah. Spear Drew. Uh, at least there'll be <laughs> someone spearing him this time. <laughs> spearing back to the bay. Highlands. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, as well, I actually like. I wouldn't be mad if Edge did win the Rumble and I win wouldn't. the title because it's a nice story. It's not yeah. like, and also, you know, Edge is going to do right by whoever like takes the belt off him. Absolutely. Yeah. He's not like Goldberg who wants to be a hero for the kids. And like, <laughs> whilst at the same time being a blurt for the adults. Well, well, at the same time, <laughs> yeah. At the same time, basically just like stifling any kind of like growth that any like young up and coming yeah. talents have. Yeah. If Edge takes the belt off Drew, he can either then lose it back to Drew in like good fashion, or he can lose it to somebody else who kind of would benefit from getting that win off Edge. Yeah, yeah. So th- there's a lot no, of no qualms with Edge winning a Rumble, winning mm. the belt. Even I know we we go on about oh fucking bringing like part timers back and stuff like that. But like Edge isn't a part timer though. Like well. That and Edge, Edge can wrestle. Well. Edge can wrestle for a start. Yeah. Edge wasn't like super part time, was he? He was like no. He'd do. He'd, he'd show up like every week for his for his feud. Mm. Wasn't like Goldberg who won the belt off Kevin Owens and then fucked off for like three weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then would like show. 
even with this with Drew, like he and maybe maybe he was shielding because of um or self-isolating because he come in contact with Drew mm-hmm. uh, on Raw. But at the same time, if he wasn't, he just didn't show up for any any of the build to this match. Like the most of yeah. the build to that match has been Miz and Morrison. Yeah. Which is ridiculous in mm-hmm. itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Edge, he cut an absolute fire promo. Yeah, man. Like the, the passion that he had in that promo. It, it, felt, it felt real. It felt like... Yeah. It felt really like good. everything he said was coming from his heart, not from mm-hmm. like some script. Yeah. Which is yeah. so rare these days with like anything WWE does. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he says you're going to be entering the Rumble. And it, this is like the first step to take him back what is. Oh. So, do Oof. it, Adam, lad. Do it. Do it, Adam. Uh, and then after this, we got the main event of the evening, uh, which is Alexa versus Asuka 2. Spooky it's Boogaloo. Fucking weird as hell this was. Yeah. Um, Asuka kicks the fuck out of Alexa for the start. Alexa knocks Asuka out of the ring and then some weird music plays and she's like on a rocking horse in the ring. Right, uh, sitting on the fiend who's sitting on a rocking horse again. <laughs> Not no, this again. Just sitting on the rocking horse, mate. <laughs> I don't know. We didn't see the rocking horse prior, so we don't know if there was anyone on it, mate. So I'm assuming she's just yeah. she's on it on her Jones, on her, yeah. on her ones. <laughs> um, after the break, Alexa's in control. She, Asuka fires up on Alexa, puts her in the corner, and then Alexa's all music plays. Uh, camera cuts and we gets back to Alexa in her old gear crying. Um, she dodges Asuka's attack and in the corner and then goes to the other corner. Lights go out and she's back to being like spooky fiend Alexa with a black lipstick. Um, um, before you carry on, uh, at one point, uh, Asuka's in a chin lock from Alexa Bliss. Uh, Byron Saxton proceeds to go, I don't want to talk about what Bliss is doing to the Raw Women's Champ. It's just a chin lock, mate. It's a chin lock. It's not. <laughs> it's not a mandible claw. It's a chin lock. He's getting, Ra- Randy he's Orton does this every week, isn't he? Ra- Randy Orton does this for fifteen minutes a match. It's just a chin lock. <laughs> to be fair, the chin lock was held on for a while, but still, that's not the point. <laughs> I, I love, I love him. Um, it was about ten years ago where Randy Orton was it uh, kept it like he kept going to that. And there was some guy like in, in like the first row on Hardcamp side, and he had this sign that said another headlock, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> and whenever I wanted to do it, he just slowly like pulled it up, peeking behind somebody. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, but yeah, lights go out. Fiend Alexa's back. Um, Asuka goes for the Asuka lock. She reverse uh, Alexa reverses it into the mandible claw. Burn victim Randy Orton shows up and RKO's Alexa. Technically, the match isn't over. The bell didn't ring. It's still going. No DQ. Just keep going. The match never <laughs> ends. I think it's <laughs> over, mate. Is this like what's his name with his rumble entrance from about six years ago where he never actually entered? Axelmania. <laughs> Axelmania. <laughs> the, bell, the bell didn't finish. The wrong woman's tail is yeah, still on Raw the just, line. Raw just ended. And it Ceased. was like... It's like TV time remaining that, mate, so I wouldn't read too much into it. The ref also disappeared. <laughs> it just vanished. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, uh. it's, yeah, I, I wouldn't read too much into that, to be honest, mate. Um, but yeah, that was another 
not great episode of Raw. Um, Ups and downs. It was it was hit and miss. It wasn't bad the whole way through. There wasn't some standouts. There were some cool no, bits. It, was the thing, with, bits, the thing but... with Raw is, is when you get something good, it is good. Mm. But the, just few it's and so, far between. Yeah, it's so yeah. few and far between that it's like, well, ugh, it's just so hard to watch. Yeah, yeah. And a lot yeah. of it is just nonsensical and like overexposing people who they shouldn't be overexposing, like <coughs> Charlotte. <coughs> Charlotte Flair, even to a degree this week, R-Truth. And I thought mm. R-Truth was really funny this show, but at the same yeah. time, like if he was maybe in one one more segment, I would have been like, all right, I've seen enough of R-Truth now, much. I don't need to see that. Yeah. Mm. And that's the problem they've got. They kind of rely too much on putting the same people where they, like, having three segments dedicated to that fucking women's mm. six-woman uh, six tag match. Bollocks. Like they the could first half an hour easily, of the show. Yeah. They could have quite easily, when they fucked up, just gone, okay, we'll just throw something else in there. Mm. And yeah, yeah. Like like or just add time to another match and just give give like a bit more exposure to other people. It's not it's not hard to do. Yeah. And it's when you think as well uh, how much they've shown recap recaps of the Alexa Randy Orton stuff of um the Drew Goldberg stuff at the start of the show. Yeah. There was something else they kept showing recaps of. But either way, they, they kept, showing, kept showing recaps of stuff and it was like, if you didn't focus on that and focused on actually putting on a good show and not filling it up with like shit that's already happened in the show yeah. or happened last week, then maybe, maybe it'll be better. Mm. Yeah. Certainly... It certainly wouldn't hurt. Like a lot of the time, I find myself getting disinterested in Raw because of that. Because it's like, well, yeah, same. I get, I get that you're doing it for the people who are tuning in, but we're living in an age where people have got like on demand, or people have got, yeah, exactly. People can people recording on like Sky Plus or TiVo or whatever. Yeah, it's it's not like it's not like it was in the '90s where if you were missing it, you're then missing out. And it's a very antiquated view. Like that's one that's one really refreshing thing I noticed AEW do is that they do not show any kind of recap from earlier in the night. No. No name. Because they, yeah, because they realise, well, if people aren't watching it live, then they'll probably be watching it on record. And they can go back and do it and, and have a look at yeah. whatever. They don't, yeah. Yeah. They don't need us to tell us. They'll they'll maybe bring it up on commentary. Yeah, during a match where they go, yeah. "Oh yeah, early in the night this happened," but they won't necessarily like. They won't necessarily like be showing recaps of stuff, unless, unless they're absolutely like integral to the storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Raw, it's like an hour of that three-hour show is high, like highlights recaps. Yeah, 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 and it it's just tiring. Yeah, it is. No other way for it. But yeah, anyway, uh, shall we get into some highs and lows? Yeah, man. Um, Who would like to go first? I'll go first. Uh, go my, my high will be Seamus and Morrison. Just no mess. Just Seamus and Morrison. Just yeah, see yeah. more get to do what he's able to do. Yeah. Just seeing that for the whole whatever five minutes it's it was. Fucking good when he's allowed the time to do it, isn't he? You I forget. Know. That's why he was brought back in. Not to be pissing yeah. about with Miz. 
Exactly. Uh, Malo is going to have to be the singles match, which turned into a six-woman tag match, which then restarted. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That was no, my low. It was absolute shit. I don't <laughs> want to see the Charlotte heads for half an hour. Yeah. Um, that was crap. That was my low as well, for definite. Yeah. Um, highlight. Mm. That's Edge's promo, isn't it? It was fire. Yeah. Yeah. Edge's promo. Yeah, mine was between the hair business gauntlet and Edge's promo. Um, I think Edge's promo just like kind of edges it, edged it, if you will. Um, <laughs> just, just just because it was a really good promo, it was good to see him back. And yeah. It was like the first time in the whole show I got really excited. Yeah, me too. Like, and it happened right at the end, pretty much. Yeah, and even when they like announced it earlier in the night and they showed like him coming back, I was like, well, I mean, they couldn't be more on the nose of what he's going to say. We know for a fucking fact he's going to say, I'll be in the Rumble. The thing is, if they'd have gone the other way, though, and they hadn't have announced it and they just had him randomly show up as a surprise, everyone would have been like, well, you did that last year. So, yeah, like, where um, did they go with it? Like, he was always going to enter, but how did they do it? Like, he's going to be a surprise what, entrant, and they run the risk of having people say, oh, you've just done the yeah. same thing. I've got no issue with them announcing it. What I've, what I've got an issue with, though, was them announcing that he was going to go on to announce it. Oh, and okay. showing, like, the video packages for him when it... In reality, if they had have just had that happen on the show, like, yeah. out of nowhere, yeah. it would have probably got a bit more buzz. Yeah, and it probably would have been more of a holy shit moment because it would have been oh my god, Edge is coming back on Sunday, mm. as opposed I... to oh Edge, Edge is going to give us an update on his uh, injury progress. Um, the belay tonight. Yeah. Here's him returning the Rumble last year, <laughs> and then like a little bit later on, them doing it and go, here's how we got hurt in the uh, greatest match of all time. Oh, for fuck's sake! It's like <laughs> you know what I mean. It's it's so on the fucking nose that it's mm. like well, like if. I would have. I personally, I get why they were doing it. Again, it's WWE lit, like sort of being in this sort of past, this bubble from the past where they think, oh well, we've got to win the viewers back uh, back on the break. They might tell their friends to tune in, and it doesn't really work that way anymore. Mm. Um. So I, I, that was the only gripe I had with it. Was yeah. I would have probably prepared preferred if either they'd announced it ahead of time and that was it. Mm. or they'd not yes, announced it. And it mm. was just like, because it was kind of as well, like with the whole sort of like dark room he was in and sitting in the corner of a ring. Mm. It was kind of like the old Shield promos. Yeah, yeah. So if he had have just been like on the camera and then like cutting that promo, like, oh, I don't want to be the, like interrupting the show too much. Just stick with me and then doing it. Yeah. It would have been just as cool. What I'd have liked to see. And I know Randy's currently in, embroiled in a feud with The Fiend, but to have Randy come out at the end, do that RKO, and then maybe Edge just appears on the screen and he's just like, I'm entering the Rumble and I'm coming for like payback for you injuring me. I'm eliminating it, uh, eliminating you and I'm winning it. And then that plays into their feud. It doesn't. It, it comes out of nowhere, literally, and there's reason for it. Yeah. That would have been pretty good too. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's a very, very interesting uh, build to the Rumble, isn't it? Because obviously, yes. obviously with um, 
the pandemic, they kind of like the the fan reaction to surprise entrance. So they're just kind of like announcing a lot of stuff where maybe they shouldn't be. Um, obviously on backstage they're announcing one and two in the women's and thirty in the men's. Oh, I'm not watching that, and I want to try and avoid it. any I'm news. Going to it. It's going to be really hard though because even yeah, on the pre- gonna... they'll show it on the pre-show, won't they? They'll yeah. it. probably. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on our Twitter um, for anyone who doesn't hear this before the rumble who listens to us. If you find out, we're gonna try and avoid it. Yeah. So don't tell us. Don't tag us in anything. We don't yeah. want to know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that that's been Rory's snore. Um, <laughs> Speaking of social media, one, yeah. Um, Aaron, where can they find us on the social? Of medias, on the uh, medias of social, um, you can get us at Untitled Dress Pod on Facebook. No, no, Untitled Dress Pod <laughs> at Twitter and Twitch. And Do I try that again? <laughs> Untitled <laughs> Dress Podcast, Facebook and YouTube. Jesus wept. <laughs> Come on, mate. How many times have you done this now? <laughs> You're better than this. I know. I'm going to put you and Samoa <laughs> Joe in the same bracket. We know you're oh. better than this. <laughs> you're very quickly becoming the Byron Saxton of this podcast. <laughs> Tarring him with that brush. Fuck me. <laughs> That's a deep um, burn. <laughs> and Troy, where can we get some bearded products for ourselves? Thatchface.com. Get yourself over there. Thatchface.com. Use the discount code TroyXL85 and get yourself 20% off your purchase of all bearded accessory goodness. Excellent. Cheers for listening, guys. We hope the rumble is as good as we want it to be. See you next time. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Royal Rumble trivia. Quickly. Three people entered number one and 30 in Royal Rumbles. Give me them. Three people. Number one and uh, 30. One Roman, Roman Reigns. G gets one. Roman Reigns. Uh, no. Didn't he not enter? Yeah, Roman has. Yeah, he did. Dolph did. No, Roman has as well. Roman has. Roman oh, entered in number one in the oh, one where he was the champion right, 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 and then right, the one where he won it. Go on, give you an hour. And he entered, number, he entered number 30 in the, the one where he'd oh, lost no. to Kevin Owens earlier in the night. And then was that where? 30. Yeah, yeah. Where the wrong Samoan called Joe came out. <laughs> um, um, there's two left. One in thirty. Fuck knows. Edge and Triple H. Oh, okay. Thanks. Thanks, mate. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Depressing. <laughs> <laughs>